Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. <laughs> Good morning, you guys. Uh, I don't today. know why I did that. <laughs> I feel like I was doing that, like showing you guys what devotional yeah. we're doing already. Well, but we're doing new morning mercies, so Tori's <laughs> going to take it from here. Yes, y'all. Let's do it. Today's devotional says this. God's agenda is change. Your need is change. The promise of grace is change. The hope of eternity is the completion of the work of change. We all tend to share in a big, bad, personal problem. It's one that doesn't get much press or pulpit time. Yet this problem is a huge interrupter of our personal spiritual development. If you have this problem, you won't be concerned that you have this problem precisely because you have this problem. I confess that I think this is a big deal for me as well. The problem is personal, spiritual, self-satisfaction. The more I travel from church to church, the more I engage with leaders, and the more I have opportunities to interview people in the seats, the more I grow convinced that the true crisis in the modern evangelical church is not dissatisfaction, it's the opposite. We're all too satisfied. We're all too satisfied with who we are, where we are, and what we're doing. We're satisfied with a little bit of biblical literacy. We're satisfied with occasional moments of ministry. We're satisfied with manageable debt that allows us to put a few coins in the plate. We're satisfied that we've been married for a while and it doesn't look as if we'll break up soon. We're satisfied with a bit of grasp on the theology of Scripture. We're satisfied with the faithful attendance at weekend services of our churches. We're satisfied with quick morning devotions. We're satisfied with a little ministry experience. We're satisfied that we don't act out of most of our lust and we don't communicate most of our envy. We're satisfied that in our disappointment with God, we don't walk away. We're satisfied that we can harness a good bit of our fear of man We're satisfied to use most of our material resources to make and keep ourselves comfortable. We're satisfied to be more consumers of the work of the church rather than committed participants in it. We're satisfied with hearts that occasionally wander and with thoughts that contradict what the Bible says is good and true. We're satisfied with the amount of conflict we have in our lives. We're satisfied. None of us is yet a grace graduate, but we're satisfied. We all give evidence that we still need to grow, but we're satisfied. And because we are satisfied, we are resistant to the grace that is our only hope. If you are able to convince yourself that you are healthy, even though there may be indicators that you are not, you are probably not going to go to the doctor asking for his diagnostic and curative skill. But here's what you and I need to remember. We serve a dissatisfied Redeemer. He knows we still need the transforming work of his powerful grace. Isn't it wonderful that in his gracious dissatisfaction, he will not relent until every microbe of sin is removed from every cell of every one of the hearts of his children. Yeah, this is so good. And speaking of good, like this devotional reminded me of Genesis. It reminded me of when it says, and God saw it was good. And then God rested. And we're we're all in that process of God making things good again. God is redeeming everything, just like what the author said. And it makes me want to do some some introspection. Is that a word, introspection? Yeah. 
makes me want to just like go in there and ask myself like, am, am I okay with the status quo on certain things? Not to just like say, oh, Chad, you need to lead this country and go do ministry in this place just because that's, you know, but just to ask myself honestly, am, am I okay just kind of getting by as a Christian? Am I okay with like, okay, I tithe, I go to this service and I go to small group. I'm not saying those things are bad. I think all those things are awesome. Mm-hmm. But is there more that God wants to do as he is continues to redeem and make things good? And God won't rest until he says, and it is good. Yeah. And so if I know that God's not resting, I need to make sure that I am a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. And so I want to make sure that I'm not have any inactivity on my behalf that God's calling me to do because de- delayed obedience is disobedience. I need to make sure that I am quick to respond to his call, whether that be an encouraging word or to stand up against gossip or whatever that may be for me or for you. Yeah. But to but to recognize that like God is at war with sin yeah. and God's going to win. And so let's make sure that I'm not just kind of standing by with popcorn in my hand watching, just like I do on Sundays at church. You just kind of, okay, let me go consume what you have for me. And then I kind of put that on God. Like, God, what do you have for me? You got anything else today, God? You got a new message for me today, God? What do you got for me? Versus, God, how can I serve you today? How can I help you in your restoration process of this earth and and this sinful people? Mm -hmm. How can I play a role in your bigger picture. Yeah, it's so good and so convicting. I feel like especially a certain season of my Christian walk, I was very satisfied with honestly the sin in my life because I compared it to the sin in other people's life. Well, at least I'm not doing that. Well, I feel like I'm doing more than her and you like get trapped in this Christian comparison game where it's like we're trying to measure how righteous or how holy we are based on the people around us versus based on God's holiness Mm. and his righteousness. And man, when I compare myself to his holiness and his righteousness, man, I feel like a filthy rag. And that's not to say, look at me, how horrible am I? It's it's to elevate his holiness and his righteousness and to esteem the grace that he has given me that I don't deserve. And it's because of the revelation of his grace that I want to do anything. And it's not about behavior modification. It's heart transformation. Mm -hmm. And the heart transformation comes from the revelation of how holy he is, how righteous he is, how good, how loving he is. This transformational grace that Paul Paul David Tripp talks about so much, it's just that it's transforming. It should Mm -hmm. transform us. When God says, love what I love and hate what I hate, there's a read further in this devotional and it's first Peter two, one through 12. I'm just going to read, um, one through three. It says, so get rid of all evil behavior, be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. A full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. And so it's like once you have a taste of his kindness, a taste of his grace, a taste of his goodness, we should be crying out for that pure spiritual nourishment. But keep in mind, the verse right above that is get rid of all of it. 
all evil behavior, right? And we, got, we can't do that on our own. <clears throat> Left up to our own devices, we are totally bent towards sin. We are a slave to sin. We are dead in our sin. And so we need the active transforming power of the Holy Spirit because now we are no longer dead to our sin, but alive in Christ Jesus. And we are a slave to his spirit And so that means as we lean into the spirit through his power, we can say no to all of these evil things. It's not in our own power. And so having that knowledge of just being like, man, God, I'm not satisfied with the way I've been thinking. Mm -hmm. I'm not satisfied with the way I've been acting, the way I've been pursuing you even. And it's not in a way that's um, like, down on me but it's more of a man I long for more of you yes more of you I just want more of you God I'm not satisfied with the amount I know you I want to know you more I want to experience you more I want to dive into your word Mm -hmm. even more I'm not satisfied with our relationship I want more of you and that's what I think the heart of this is it's not this oh, I need to be dissatisfied and not content with my life. No, I think it's that that shift of, no, I'm not satisfied because I just long for more of you, Jesus. Like, I just want to experience what my salvation has to offer. I want to experience what truly living as a slave to the Spirit looks like, not going back. Not going back to my old folly, but truly living new. Yeah, it's so good. It reminds me of a conversation I had whenever I was working in the modeling industry where I was talking about faith and why I choose to not do certain things now versus what I did beforehand. Mm-hmm. And this person very politely said, it just feels like like Christians are just like brainwashed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I'm not brainwashed. I'm heart washed. My heart's been washed clean. Mm-hmm. And so now I feel free away from these addictions and away from the chains of slavery. Now I'm free yeah. to walk in obedience to him. And just want to remind us all that there's so much more there for us yeah. than just the scraps at the table. So good. Want to pray something out? I do. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you today. And I'm going to do my best not to cry. But Lord, we're so thankful. We're so thankful for you. We're so thankful for your grace. Father, we long to experience more of you. Lord, we pray that you would reveal more of your heart to us, more of your mind to us, Father. Father, I pray that every day as we press into you, we would feel you in new ways, that we would hear from you in new ways, God, that we would see you in our life in new ways, that you would open our eyes to see what you are doing, Father. We know that you are moving and you are active, Father, And we just want to be a part of what you're doing, Lord. We want to experience the fullness of what you have for us here on earth. So, Father, would you break the chains off of us? Would you help us not go back to our old ways, but truly live in accordance to your transforming grace that is always at work? Father, we know we need change. Lord, help us not be satisfied with a lukewarm life for you. Lord, we want to be on fire. We want to experience more of you. So, Lord, we pray that you would reveal yourself to us today. In Jesus' name.
Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When else that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget to love you. We love you guys, and we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Tot scenes.